Welcome to another episode of the Area Type Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and as always, feel free to listen and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and Stadium Scene TV, to name a few. Like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com at Tech Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at airraid underscore podcast. Also, our live broadcast, which will restart here in the upcoming days on Periscope, just follow Mike underscore error rate attack. Just a reminder before I introduce today's special guest on July 1, which is tomorrow night, we will be having a special podcast to announce and get more details on everything you need to know for the remainder of 2020 and how you can listen to be a part of the podcast and so much more. But that is for another day. Today, it is a great honor to introduce our special guest all the way from Loetha, Kansas. He is the wide receivers coach for the Mid-American Nazarene University Pioneers, Coach Mark Wright. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for, Thanks for having me on the podcast, Mike. Hey, I know we've had some difficulties, but we finally made it through. And uh, before we, uh, before I jinx myself, I guess we should continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 don't jinx <laughs> But... Uh, I know I was reading some uh, about you, and it looks like you spent some time uh, here in Oklahoma, actually, at Langston University, a four-year starting quarterback at Langston. Uh, kind of tell about your experience with the uh, with Langston University. Oh, man, Langston was a, a great time, great experience, great university as for academic, and also football. I had an awesome career, uh, all the All-American. One conference player of the year, offense conference player of the year, my sophomore year. Uh, won a whole bunch of games. Great, whole great experience. Awesome. And, you know, I'm, if people don't know where Lynx University is, just a tad bit north of, of course, Oklahoma City, I believe Edmond, and I believe Guthrie as well. But a uh, great university, uh, great, great tradition at Langston University. Uh, you played um, some years in Europe and uh, professionally football in Europe. Is there anything um, different from the European uh, leagues compared to the American league in regards to football? Nah, uh, the rules is as far as the basic game is all the same. Just 11 on 11, straight, all the same rules as American football. It's just uh, differences depending on where you're at. They have rules on how many imports you have, like as Americans on the team and as how far as many you can have on the field at the same time. Very nice. How was the experience in Europe? How was the cultural and how was the weather and all that good stuff? Uh, the weather, it was kind of like Oklahoma, you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jet, you know me, a lot of rain. But uh, when it was summertime, you know, two months in the summer, like actual summertime, it got pretty hot. It was a great time. I enjoyed the whole full experience. Talk about um, the 2019 season. I know you guys are coming off of uh, back-to-back wins to finish up the season. Um, what is – obviously, this, you know, you probably can't say too much, and I don't want everything leaked out. What um, Heading into 2020, what the expectations like for Mid America, and and what should we be expecting um, for the Pioneers this year? Uh, 
we're expecting to build off what we accomplished last season going seven and four. And like you said, finishing on a two game winning streak. So we're trying to come into this season with that same momentum and we're trying to win a conference championship. Very nice. And uh, for a lot of people that don't know, NAIA uh, football, it's a great brand of football um, right below the Division Three. But a lot of the NAIA schools, in my opinion, can probably beat some of the Division Threes. And uh, I know I know quite a – not a lot about NAIA, but I remember Southern Nazarene University uh, at one point in time was NAIA. And so I'm sort of familiar with the NAIA. And, again, great brand of football. Um Talking about football continuously, how are you guys preparing, of course, with the COVID-19 um, pandemic that's going around? Of course, um, I know a lot of people still up in the air if there's going to be fans or fan lists. Um, obviously, without getting you in trouble or anybody else in trouble for that matter, should we be expecting some type of fans um, when it comes to NAIA or even football this year, or do you guys still at this point have no really clue of what to what to really expect as we get closer to the season? Uh, as of right now, like, we really have no clue with the second wave expecting to hit soon. Right. So that's going to be a game changer. So because of that, we're kind of just in the air and we kind of see where it goes. Still hopeful for football season. Hey, you and me, bro. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of football, Tom Brady, of course, uh, I know we mentioned it some last night, but uh, Tom Brady to the Bucks, um, of course, experience bringing the multiple rings to to South um, to South Florida. What should we expect from Tampa Bay? Of course, with a young team, Bruce Arians trying to build what he can build down in Tampa Bay. Uh, ta- um, of course, the rumors of Antonio Brown potentially signing with uh, with the Bucks. I was about to say Patriots with the Bucks. Um, what should we expect this year for the for the Tampa Bay Bucks? Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, man, we got a guy at the front that's leading that got the experience of winning Super Bowl rings and going with his tape. And he also bringing in guys like Brunt with him, who knew how he operate, what Brunt can kind of explain to the other guys how, how Tom actually operates and how he works so they can get on the same page. That, that, that right there, when you got, got young guys with talent, talent, if you can make, you make that, work, that work, you never know what can happen. Absolutely. And, of course, um, they got quite, you know young talent around around Tom Brady. And, of course, Tom Brady is the aging Tom Brady. But, again, he can still he can, you know, he can still play in the last year. It wasn't his greatest of years uh, in regards to, to a season being played. But, again, you can't knock him, you know, of course – Future Hall of Famer, first ballot by you know by a long shot. So it's gonna be interesting what Tom Brady does with the Bucks and with what he can do with that youth down there. It's gonna be it's something I'm willing to see. I am too, and uh, I'm not so much yet, Coach. But are you on the Tampa Bay Buck uh, hype list to the Super Bowl? Hey, I'm a Saints fan. No way, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a I'm a uh, Broncos fan, so I love to see Tom Brady coming back to Denver this year. Uh, presuming that we do see football uh, in 2020. Cam Newton to the Patriots. Um, of course, caught I think 
everyone kind of off guard. Um, you a little surprised that Cam Newton went, went to New England, and um, how would how would he fit uh, in Bill Belichick's offensive schemes? Uh, it did kind of catch me off guard, but I'm happy he signed and he's with a team. And to me, he picked a, uh, a great organization. To try to, to uh, win Super Bowl, and he signed a one-year deal. He's supposed to be, you know, be like a, a fix-over for him, a one-year patch. See how it goes. So, I mean, you didn't see him deal with different guys at quarterback him when you had, like, Tom Brady missed that one season. Matt Castle had an awesome year. Then, you know, when Tom had the four-game suspension, guys coming in, and they still have a success. If he's going and just buy into the system that they have there, there's opportunity to be successful. Absolutely. And uh, I was actually finishing up on some schoolwork, and a buddy of mine texted me about Cam Newton. I'm, I'm the same way as you. I'm excited to see Cam. Uh, I was definitely glad to see him sign with the team. And, of course, you know, with the Patriots, you know, it's the Patriots. I know people love to hate them, but uh, – Bill Belichick can win, and like you mentioned, he's won with different players, especially that quarterback, especially, you know, when Tom Brady was out the year with – and then uh, Castle came in as well. So, Bill Belichick, whether people like him or not, he can he can win and he can coach. And it's going to be interesting to see who can get a better season without each other, Tom, a bit. <laughs> yes, sir. And, you know, uh, the – we got the up and coming Bills in the AFC East. <clears throat> Excuse me, up and uh, up and coming Bills in the AFC East. But Tom Brady's going to be in a difficult uh, division. You got Atlanta. You got New Orleans. Uh, Carolina can be. It's going to be interesting what Matt Rule can do with the Panthers. Of course, Teddy Bridgewater, the new, presuming the new starting quarterback for the Panthers. So, I think Tom's going to realize that, or at least Tom's going to have a difficult more time in a difficult division. I think than Cam will. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's coming from, from a division he used to just run and being on top of. Now, the competition is going to be stiff for him, but that's the challenge. That's what everybody wants to see. That's the time to It's going to be interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of people are. I know my oldest son, he, he'll message me when I'm at work that here's how many days till football, and hopefully we do see some football. But I think everybody's uh, pretty excited to see – what Tom can do in, in Tampa Bay. And and who knows, he may surprise some people. And yet again, we may see him in the Super Bowl. I doubt, I doubt that, that, but, uh, you know, I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just between you and I, I got the Saints win all this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a That's a good bet in Vegas. <laughs> I got the Saints and the, the Ravens so far as my as my two picks. I think the Saints uh, get it done. You know, we won't talk about what happened about what two years ago, but uh, but I think the Saints can. Uh, I think the Saints can knock it out this year. Just got to go find a way to close, close, close those games. games. Yes, sir. NFL uh, playoff expansion starts this year. Um, at, of course, adding an additional wild card team. Um, your thoughts on it? Is it good for the game? Um, I actually like it, but I know a lot of people are kind of mixed feelings about it. What's your um, take on the NFL and expanding the football uh, playoffs? 
coming from the financial side of it, because financial is great for the NFL, and it's great for football fans. You know, they're going to love it. More football. They'll be want to see more Oh, yes. But, like, for the players, it's not so good if you put extra wear and tear on your body. So, like, you got to either have to the roster, you know what I'm saying? You got to Absolutely, and you know, I'm not very, I guess, fond of the preseason. Do we could we see eventually? I know probably not so much this year. Uh, could we eventually see the preseason being shortened in the long run in the future with the addition of the extra playoff team, or do you think it's just going to stay the same? That could be a possibility. You never, you never know, know the NFL. NFL. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Not at all. And uh, But, again, if you're just joining us, I have, <clears throat> excuse me, wide receiver coach from Mid-American Nazarene, Coach Wright. Coach, college football playoffs, I'm, of course, I'm a diehard Sooner fan. Uh, we won't talk too much of playoffs success here. But uh, needless to say, long story short, college football playoffs, I think, has, is probably good for the game, um, especially – I'm hoping here in the near future, I'm rooting for it. Uh, will we see playoff expansion? If so, do you think we'll get six or add two more teams, make it six, or add four more, make it eight? Uh, will we get it? I don't know because college football still want to hold on to that tradition of the bowl season. Right. So you can't really expand too much. And if and they, they were to do, do it, they would they have, have to add four teams, like four, four teams instead of just two. two. So you so have you to have jump, jump from like four, four to eight. I like it. And, you know, years past, and a few years, they've probably, you could have got away with just the four. I know a few years you can probably get away with eight. But we'll see. I, I like what college football is headed. But, um the bigger, and this is a tough question. Um, I had actually, <clears throat> excuse me, a discussion with this with a buddy of mine at work uh, today. What is the bigger brand? Is college football finally catching up to the NFL in regards to the brand, or is the NFL still taking um, reign supreme over the college football ranks? I'm from, I'm from Louisiana, Louisiana, so I'm so from the part, part of the country, country where. where. Sunday is like <laughs> go to church and football. You know what I'm saying? Like, like NFL, NFL on the day of the week. So, like, I don't know if you top that. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. I always remember growing up, uh, we went to church and, man, I was, you know, I told my parents, we got to hurry, got to hurry because, you know, the church we went to, it was 12 o'clock noon. It was, that's when it ended. And so, of course, that's when the NFL was kicking off. <clears throat> and so we, uh, even though those lunches was good, uh, I, I rushed home. But we got a question uh, from Matt. Hopefully, I'm not going to butcher his last name. Dubuck, he's the head coach at Gibbons High School in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. His question is, what's the opinion on quarterbacks making the call in protections? I guess they are having it done both ways. Uh, actually, and I was just the quarterback call in protections. That's what you do. So, so we actually, we actually like, like it, it, and we feel confident in just, just teaching your quarterback, your quarterback what protection to use in what situations. 
Another question is from a buddy of mine. Um, he does the Finding Moments podcast here in Moore, Oklahoma. Uh, what's your favorite offensive style? More running or more air attack and why? And he says balance is not a choice. Um, my favorite, me being the former quarterback, I like, I like it in the air. Oh, yes. I want, I want to see the ball flying around, points being scored, high class game. Hey, I'm with you on the <laughs> I like that one. Like that one. Um, what's <clears throat> regards to recruiting? Um, obviously, recruiting at any point is <clears throat> is recruiting, recruiting. But is there a difference from recruiting from NAIA to let's say even the FBS, FCS, or even the D two schools? Is there a difference um, somewhat in recruiting? Um, from NAIA compared to the NCAA ranks? Uh, yes, yes, like, like North Mason has, has more resources, resources so they have more to Another question is Oh, okay, I've talked, we actually talked about this one, but uh, how was it playing professional? How was it playing professional football in Europe uh, like? Was there any pros and cons? Uh, everyone had any pros and cons. That's, 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 that's like the word. They had to hand out the name. But yep. Overall, it was a great experience. Uh, I got to travel, see Europe. It was my first time leaving America. Uh, so for me, the good, I was the best. And I made a lot of great friends. Like lifetime friends, I still communicate with today. Awesome, and you know, I've always wanted to, and maybe one day, Lord willing, go over to Europe. And obviously, right now, um, probably not a good time, but hopefully, one day that will happen. Um, did you get to see the any um, Big Ben or any of the monumental um, areas in Europe? Uh, like, like I've been, been to Barcelona, Barcelona Milan, uh, Munich, and Germany, Germany, like, like seeing, seeing all the all different historic buildings and the culture and things like they have there off of yet. What made you, um, go into coaching and, um, I guess, yeah, there we go. What made you go into coaching? Uh, when, I when I was in college, college I, just I just knew, knew like my life always was overall football. football. I just had to figure out another capacity, and, and I wanted to have, have a positive, positive influence, influence on young men. Nice. I, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've always, uh, always wanted to get into it. Haven't got really too much, you know, too much of a chance. But um, you know, you guys, I'll give you guys credit. You guys are continuously working people. You know, I know a lot of people say coaching is probably the easiest job, but you guys are continuously working even way more during the offseason than anything else, I'm sure. But um, where, let's see, where did you, oh, there we go. Where did you grow up? Um, and if it's out of Oklahoma, what made you come down to Langston? Uh, from New Orleans, raised in New Orleans, Katrina hit, moved to Houston, 
Then the shout out my school, man. Louisiana. But then, like, I had a cousin who was going to Langston. Nice. And so I gave him a highlight. He said it to the coach at the time. And they took me along with them. Very nice. And they, like I said, they've got an excellent program. And, and uh, unfortunately, they get kind of left out. But I like what they've been doing up there. Dark Horse uh, in the NFL. Do you have one yet this year? A Dark Horse. Uh, like, lately, I haven't really been watching NFL football. Just because... When games game going on, we're in the office. Absolutely. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> is there any precautions you guys are taking during summer camp um, or kind of plan on um, taking as when summer camp launches? Uh, yes. yes. Strict, Strict number of people. people. In areas, in areas that are certain, certain, at different, different times, having a web mask, checking players that come in, things like, like that, that, pretty, pretty much, much standard with everybody else's doing. Um, buddy of mine just texted me. Um, I was hoping he could have tweeted out, but that's fine. A buddy of mine, Jake, just texted, if you could coach anywhere, where would you like to coach as your dream job? Uh, University, University of Miami. Nice, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him know once, uh, once we once we get off of here. I'll definitely uh, let him know. Uh, but uh, no, I'm about to say like, why, why not? not? I was a fan of Miami growing, growing up, up, so why, so why not? not? I'd like, be able to go back to. A program, a program that has tradition, tradition and restore. Oh, absolutely. Like it was. Oh, absolutely. I remember those days, you know, I'm not that old, but I remember Jimmy Johnson and, of course, uh, Michael Irvin, and those were the years. And even, you know, when Larry Coker was there restoring that program you know, in the early 2000s and, and even beyond, you know, they, they got the rich tradition, and I still think they're going to get it done. They're going to get back to – National prominence is maybe take a little while, but I think they're gonna get back. I mean, I think how much college football benefited from them being back, back, like, like and dominating back, back in, in the running. Run. Oh, yes. Could we ever see? Um, I know we talk about it a lot, I'm not really foreseeing it, but kind of want to get your text. Do you think we'll? Do you think we're completely finished with conference realignment, or do you think we're still in for one more major, uh, major conference? Uh, I don't think they're gonna go for five power conference, like power five. But uh, I think you can see some of the moves happen in conference, maybe conference added. And last but not least, um, what's your take on the Saints? Give us your personal take on on the Saints, and um, what uh, what should we expect? Uh, I know New, I know I believe New Orleans comes to Denver. Uh, I think this year, so I can't. You know, I'll, I'll have to at least give you that loss. But <laughs> but. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, what's your, what's your personal take on your New Orleans Saints this year? Uh, my personal take on the Saints. I feel like we hanging on to Drew Brees. I feel like like he's aging. Time to move on to the next direction. But I still feel like like we could still reach. In the championship, championship game, game, you know what I'm saying? saying? We, we, we right, were right last, last year. We were right in the money, money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just lost, lost at the, at the end, end, so we just, just got to, you know, keep going full season, season like, like, keep like that, keep that stride going all the over, just overclimb that point. Like, we just got to overclimb that, get over that peak. I like what New Orleans – I know I love what Drew Brees has done to the city and for the city and and – Kind of rallied the city behind, of course. I still remember that game they uh, played back in in the dome, and uh, of course the block punt. I believe it was against Atlanta when they practically reopened after Hurricane Katrina. And he's done wonders. I mean, the team in general, just overall, um, has done wonders for the, for the city. I was about to say university for the city, um, but uh, I think uh, I think Drew Brees has. I think he can get it one more ring on his finger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope we get another ring on the stranger. Like you said, he has a lot of city. He has been man, man, positive. I went with missed that that just happened. But other than that, he has done always positive in the city of Bond, 100%. Totally agree. I cannot agree more. And, you know, I'm glad that he owned up to his mistake and was able to move on. And I think, I think, hopefully that uh, he can uh, put that behind him and play some football. Lord willing, we we get to that point. I mean, he's he, he doing all the right things to move forward in the right direction. Just got to hope the football part happens. Yeah, hey, I'm with you on that one. And I know there's a lot of reports. You know, at this point, it's just a bunch of hearsay. I know they were saying, you know, we could see – 35, 45, 55% capacity, if that first, I think, eight rows um, would have to be blocked off. But we'll see. I mean, like I said, it's a bunch of hearsay. And unfortunately, I hope we do see uh, – unfortunately, I hope we do get football. Unfortunately, I hope uh, what they're saying is not true. But time will only tell uh, when we get there. Oh, I I don't know about you, Coach, but I would I, at this point I wouldn't mind watching some uh, fanless football. I don't, I don't know, know, but I don't know. Just like a like a you know. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, it's. I, well, I agree with you. I'm not definitely not <laughs> not disagreeing. You know, it's just like college football, regardless at what level you're playing at. Uh, you got some rowdy fans. Uh, I know down here in Norman, we they got some rowdy fans, and somebody's even you know more so like Penn State. But um, no, I totally agree. It's going to be so awkward if if, if it is fanless. It'll be awkward just because you're literally like you said, you're watching a scrimmage and. I don't know how I would even anticipate. I know a certain network said that they're going to, um, I guess, make fans in the back, you know, create the noise. So 
We'll see. <laughs> I won't say who because I don't want to. You see that? They got the Hey, I, I don't know about that one. I, I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get into the to the uh, the, the fake noise, but. Uh... No, no, for, uh, you you watch you soccer? You're a soccer fan? I'm. You know, coach. I'll be honest with you. I'm actually learning more about it. Um, growing up, I I did not watch much soccer. Uh, wasn't very fond of it. But we have a local team here, the Oklahoma City uh, Energy FC. I know that they're trying to. Um, we got a new stadium being built downtown. Um, I know that they're trying to make a push for MLS. But to answer your question, I'm watching more than I used to. No, because uh, like right now with the European soccer league, they playing without fans, but fake noise in the background, and like you just see that, like the, to see it for your own eyes, so you can have your own thoughts. Like I can't believe they're really doing that. Like. And you know, <laughs> no disrespect. Talk about rowdy fans. Those are the those are the uh, those soccer games can really get intense. And I can just imagine <laughs> playing soccer and either less or no fans or bare minimal. Um, I have to catch that though now, since you mentioned about that. Oh yes. No, I, I totally agree. And that's you know, talking again, I know <clears throat> soccer gets uh, a little knock around, you know, by some people and it was by me, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't very fond of it growing up, but more so now, it's actually entertaining to watch. It's actually more better in person than it is on TV. Um, but again, though, I agree, I agree. Those fans are right on, and they are thick and thin through it all. And hey, that's why I call loyalty right there. <laughs> With the brawls and all. Hey, they 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 ain't scared of nobody. <laughs> Uh, Coach, uh, September 12th, you guys kick off home against William Penn University. Um, of course, Peru State up in Peru. You know, I was playing some local high school here, uh, and I was at, I was actually being recruited by Peru State. And uh, Men America, I was actually as well. I cannot think for the life of me, though, because you're looking at 2005. I can't think of the head coach um, at Men America then, but I'm somewhat familiar with, with MAU. Okay. okay. Somewhat. It's been a while. No, uh, you know, uh, you, you had uh, a good, good football, football tradition. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. MAU is, is rich in tradition and um, maybe sometime if, you know, Lord willing, we have football, I'll have to uh, catch you up there and uh, catch a game. Oh, most oh, definitely. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast on iTunes and Google, as well as iHeartRadio. Um, hopefully, again, if you're listening, definitely check out Mid American Nazarene. If you're in the Louis, what's the nearest, um, biggest city next to Oifa? 
Kansas City. Kansas City. Like, like Olathe is actually, actually like the suburb, suburb of Kansas City. Kansas City. Nice. I did not make a visit. I was kind of wondering. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm. I know what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Emporia. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Um, but absolutely, if you've been to Kansas City area, give these guys some uh, some love. Visit them this year. Lord, when we have some football, and I think we will. Just it's going to be probably a, a last second decision. You know, you want to see some high tempo. Hey guys, there you go. There you go. Check it out. You heard it one from the coach. Coach, it's truly been an honor with you. I know you're busy. I'm sure you guys are getting ready for the uh, 2020 season as you guys prepare um, to kick things off September 12th against William Penn University as the home opener before you guys go on the road to Peru State uh, the following week. Um, coach, it's been a true honor uh, talking to you and talking some football. We'll ha- definitely have to do it again. Uh, I know we'll be talking more on Twitter, but I wish you and your coaching staff the very best of luck this season. And uh, also with you guys being about uh, maybe, what, six, six hours, hours away, away from Oklahoma City, I'll definitely take a weekend up there and uh, and hit you up and uh, watch some uh, wonderful NAIA ball. Oh, oh, yeah, we're yeah, we we going five, five away from you. Nice. Hey, I'll take the extra hour in case I have to uh, check out a good old buffet uh, buffet restaurant. All we got to do is And, uh, yeah, anytime, I'm most definitely happy and glad to come back again and join the show. Oh, absolutely. I'll definitely make uh, make note Um I'll definitely shoot you what July looks like for me. I know it's getting closer for you guys. Uh, I'm sure um, when it comes to summer camp, but uh, give Coach Wright a follow on Twitter at Coach underscore capital W ten. Coach, it's truly an honor, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Once again, Once thanks for having me. Absolutely, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to talk you again. Take, Take care. care. You too. Bye.